What's up, guys? Welcome back to Two Dope Brothers in the Podcast. Uh, this is episode number eight for us. Uh, thank you so much for the fan support. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff today. Uh, Nebraska's current win streak. Why uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is one of the best shows on TV, even though Chris does not agree with me on that. Um, we'll also talk about Halloween, um, whether it's okay for certain people to dress as Black Panther. And, uh, you know, the internet's going to go down on us, um, and then we have to reconnect. So uh, I think you guys are really going to like episode eight. Um, thanks again for all your support. And please remember, uh, check us out on Twitter at uh, Two Dope Podcast and leave any comments about the episode. Thanks a lot, guys, and enjoy. All right, everybody, welcome back to Two Dope Brothers in a Podcast. This is episode number eight, Crazy Eights. Um, so a lot of uh, fun stuff um, going on in the world and in sports and in overall life. So, uh, Chris, what have you been up to? Well, Daryl, you should probably properly introduce yourself as I am the wonderful and masterful Chris Bonencamp. And I did a really good deed today, Daryl, so... We can get into that, but why don't you talk about yourself? Tell me who you are. Me? Yeah, well, you know me. I'm, I'm Daryl, and uh, I'm a fun lover of sports and of music alike. Had a boy. All right. Well, yeah, so um, we did. I did a really good deed today, and I feel good about it, so I'm going to brag on myself for a second. Uh, we had a, like one of our big state meetings for my work, and there was a bunch of people there, and we did, a, uh, we did like a really like charitable thing. We packaged uh, 2,500 backpacks full of food for the weekend for kids that are less fortunate that might have uh, no meal options between Friday and Monday. And so uh, we did that as a big group today, and it felt really good doing something nice. And the lady who ran the thing told us that we did enough food for eight weeks of food for these kids. So it was really kind of cool. Wow, awesome. Yeah, that was that's great to always keep in mind those that are less fortunate, um, especially during this time of the year, for sure. Absolutely. Well, it was goddamn heartbreaking hearing that, you know, some kids go home on Friday afternoon and don't really know if they're going to get to eat again until Monday. Like, that's really, a, a, as a dad, that made me feel shitty. So, yeah, no, for real. Getting them to hop out a little bit was cool. Yeah, no, excellent, man. Excellent. Yeah. How was trick or treating? Oh, dude, it was good. So, my son does something uh, incredibly amazing this year. So uh, a lot of our businesses in our neighborhood were participating in trick or treat this year. So we uh, took him down to the main street and uh, let him trick or treat down there in Rogers park. And he had a great time. Um, the pizza local pizza place was handing out slices of pizza. Um, a couple of our favorite establishments were handing out these nice little bags of candies. Um, one of the ladies who's running for uh, alderman was uh, handing out some cider and stuff. It was really awesome. And um, we were just finishing up all the businesses. And I said, all right, son, now it's time to hit the houses, you know, get the good stuff. And he just looks at me with a half a, a half a basket full of candy and says, nope, I'm good. Let's go home. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> know your limit. And I, I love it because it, it was like he was the model of, efficiency yeah. you know just extremely efficient in his operation okay i want candy i'm gonna hit it here i'm gonna get my candy and i'm gonna go home get in get out and enjoy the candy yeah right i mean yeah. and we came home we raced cars and we ate candy so 
Very I mean, fun. kids, kids got a better plan. I mean, me when I was younger, I just stayed out all night to get candy. Well, yeah, yeah I think there was that. I don't know. It was like a, it was like a feat, you know. I felt it with my friends. Like, how far could you go? Like, how much could you get? There was that, you know, will to survive because in Colorado it was always snowing and foggy and cold, so it was like kind of a rite of passage of toughness. How far you could go, how much you could get. I so I was like that part of it. Yeah, no, I think like it. You just had this like drive and competition. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then when you and then you would always try to manipulate that house that had the really sweet candies or gave out the king size candy bars. And so you'd always try to figure out how many times can I go by there and get some more of their candy. But yeah, it was just, no, uh, I never did that, bro. I had ethics and integrity. I would just go to every house once, uh, because you know, I, I, I did it the right way. Jesus. Well, you would go you, back, you, aren't you, you special? You would double dip. Hell yeah. I'd double dip, dude. What are you going to do with the leftover fucking candy? Well, I wouldn't go back to the same house, bro. I, I, I liked it all the houses. Yeah, but maybe you get the maybe you get the wife one time, you get the husband the next, dude. I'm just saying. Yeah, to, okay, all right. I'm always looking for a way to get my come up, man. W- work smarter, not harder, right? Exactly. That a boy. Yeah. So, uh, and remind me what he went as. Oh yeah, Jack Skellington Jack from Skellington. Nightmare Before Christmas, the movie yeah. you, the movie that still scares the ever living daylights out of Chris. Yeah, full grown man. I actually told somebody about it today. I made it 13 or 14 minutes into it, and I was like, you know what? This is not my flavor. I'm gonna have nightmares about it. So moving on. Clay nightmares, nightmares of clay, clay figures coming out to claw your eyeballs out. Yeah, something like that. It's creepy as hell. Uh, yep. <laughs> So uh, yeah, we uh, we had a similar situation with wanting to give up early, but ours wasn't out of uh, fear of abundance or efficiency. Ours was more of uh, our fingers are freezing off. We're probably going to die of hypothermia. We should go home type thing. <laughs> so that's what we did. We made it about halfway around the block, and uh, yeah, uh, Cashy had little mittens on, and he couldn't feel the little black cord on his pumpkin, and he kept dropping it. I think was what I was trying to tell myself <laughs> that he wasn't just giving up. Uh, but it was chilly. It was it was pretty cold. At one point, I went to uh, drink some of my adult pop, and uh, it was frosted and then like a smoothie. It was it was it was icy. So <laughs> then it was time to go home. Were you drinking a Zima? No, bro. I was drinking a, a America's best King of Beers Budweiser beer, bruh, bruh. Uh, yeah, nice, nice. I uh, I kill for a Budweiser right now. Well, you know, it just so happens I might have an open one next to me. Oh, you bastard! Yeah. Hey, so how about uh, let's tell me what you think about Bethune Cookman? Bethune Cookman. So <laughs> I think we got to lead off a little differently. The Huskies now, are on a two-game win streak. Dude. I was trying to undersell it, bro, because this week is going to be a tough week. So I was trying to downplay it a little bit. You know. What are you? Okay, so let, let before we get too far ahead of ourselves. Yes, Huskers beat Bethune Cookman. Um, handedly they came in and handled business and um you know again i think like it it might have been what they needed you know that first game of the season maybe they played akron maybe they have a similar situation and maybe this is a different season but uh it was nice you know to see a win strung together so now you know they get the winning taste in your mouth you want more of it um what did you think of the game i dvr'd it and i went to the mall shopping for a pair of jordans um so when i came did you get them i didn't i didn't find the ones that i really wanted um anyways uh so i came back i dvr'd it i i watched the first quarter just really really tightly because that i thought that would you know probably be the best you'd see 
um, did what I thought we were going to do to uh, FCS uh, Bethune-Cookman School. Um, but I received multiple texts while I was at the mall. Who is the school that you guys are playing? What's happening? Who, who is this? What is there was a lot of confusion. Um, not a very popular team. Not a very good-looking team. They just looked smaller, slower. Their jerseys looked Bush League. Um, <laughs> we did what we were supposed to do, man. And, and uh, you know, you feel good right now, but you know you've got the big ugly ogre sitting in the sitting in the wings waiting for us this Saturday. So, all right, all right, gotta stop you there, buddy. Gotta stop yeah, you there. No, that's that's. I, I went on record on the last podcast and the I'll last say two it again. The last, last two. two. Thank yep. you. Last two. Yep. And so I'm gonna stand by it. And I, Nebraska I is gonna beat Ohio State this week. God, I have a buddy that I work with who's an Ohio State dickhead, and. uh he he's been goading me into. I gave him seventeen points today, or he gave me seventeen points today. Um, I, I you need to get that guy fired. Like, give him a poppy seed bagel before the next draft. That's <laughs> because that, that's not those aren't people you need in your organization. I know. No, he's a good dude. He just happens to root for a piece of shit football team. Um, no, I. You know, it's ten o'clock. It's a sleepy early morning game. Um, they're coming off a of bye week. They might. Uh, I shit. I. I still think they're going to get beat, Daryl. I, I don't – it's going to be – No, yeah. I, I, I think I think the beast is awoken. Um, you can't cage it. I think Scott's just got those guys playing amped. And remember, you know, there's nothing more dangerous than somebody who has nothing left to lose. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Give me your prediction for a final score because this might be – this <laughs> might be the podcast that sends us to the moon as if you guess this one right. So let me hear your prediction here. All right, so I think, again, Nebraska is going to go there. They're going to handle their business. They're going to play like a team possessed. I think Ohio State is going to lag from that bye week. I think uh, they're in turmoil with their coaching situation. I don't believe Urban stays after this year. And I'm going to say the Huskers get it done 21-28. 28-21 Huskers. Yeah. All yeah, right. I'm going Huskers all the way by seven. Wow. Um, okay. All right. Well, I would love to hear your prediction, Chris. Uh, I, I think uh, – Debbie Doubter. No, I, I think Ohio State's – Are you wearing, are you wearing your Iowa – you're wearing Iowa boxers right now, aren't you? I'm not. I'm actually wearing um, – yeah, yeah, nope, nope. I'm definitely wearing red boxers right now. Mm-hmm. Um, no. I think Ohio State scores a lot. I don't think we score nearly as much. I think they get us uh, – they don't cover. I, I think uh, it's less than 17, but they definitely beat us, and they score quite a bit. We also score quite a bit, but not nearly as much as they get. I'll, I'll leave it at that. All right. Just can't – just like a man, Chris, you can't commit. Well, our defense isn't, isn't great, and, uh, you know, they're going to score have, a lot. It doesn't, doesn't have to be great, Chris. You just got to be good enough. And Scott Frost has shown us for two games we can be good enough. Damn it. Damn it. Okay. Look at the comp. No, never mind. <laughs> Just look. It's Bastion Cookman. <laughs> yeah. That's where we're going with that. Yeah, we're going to take it there. So yeah. I believe you said you had a frosty cold Budweiser in your hand, right? I, I Not actively in my hand, sitting in the cup holder next to me, but yes. All right. <laughs> Stick with for the fucking details. Mm. Uh,. You know who else? You know who else could probably use a Budweiser right now? Who's that? John fucking Gruden. Oh my god, <laughs> he's getting beat thirty-one to three right now. 
I know last week we talked about these bullshit ass terrible Thursday night games, and this one has been the turd in the punch bowl. But, Not only is it two <laughs> Bay Area teams with two combined wins, it's a blowout. And I mean, I just honestly, it's but there's a good there's a good story here. I mean, San Francisco's on their like 20th string quarterback, and he's out here handling his business against a uh, former MVP front runner, and you know, supposedly the mad genius coach of Gruden. And they're getting beat by a guy who was no. Nope, your dude player. just died. That quarterback you just were talking about, their 13 string quarterback, might have just died. Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, yeah, that he he might he may be dead on the field. But look anyway. at the faces those guys are making. <laughs> oh, it's gruesome. But anyway, back to my point. <laughs> is John point? is John Gruden the most overhyped quarterback oh, in the that. NFL? Uh, John Gruden, the most overhyped coach in the NFL. Yeah, you know what I meant. Yeah, I did. Um, uh, yeah, he's pretty He's pretty well hyped up. Um, they gave him a lot of money for 10 years. They committed to him for 10 years. Uh, he hasn't done a whole hell of a lot. I, uh, it's, he's bad. The Raiders are really bad. And I don't think trading Cleo Mack did you any favors, bro. Like, that was a stupid-ass idea, trading the best guy in the, in the NFL. Uh, it's, it's a bad call. Yeah, and no, I completely agree. I think, you know, I, I saw they committed to him, but I think uh, obviously the first thing we have to say is the Khalil. We have to all acknowledge the Khalil Mack trade was a bad trade. All right, it was just Gruden, you know, playing a dick dick showing match with with the organization, and straight out Khalil Mack, one of the best defensive players in the country. You're not better without him. I'm sorry. I don't care what you say. You're not better without him. Um, so, you know, it, it's just I don't know if Gruden's been away from the game too long. Um, I don't know if, what the what his scheme is. But um, for me, it's just a little bit of overhyped. Um, he's got some work to do. He's definitely got his work cut out for him. Um, you know, the uh, AFC West is not exactly a stacked division. And Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's a bunch of garbage horseshit teams that play in that division. Jesus um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. No, no you're fine. No, you oh, keep going. Keep ripping up teams. But, uh, yeah, it's a garbage division. And, you know, to not have a foothold and only have one win, it's a little disappointing. But I guess you're in it for the long haul if you're uh, the Raiders. I guess. Uh, let's. Uh, who has a better haircut? John Gruden or Mark Davis? Mark Davis. The owner of the Raiders with his little uh I literally think it's a I think it's a bull cut. John yeah. Gruden's is pretty bad too. There's those are two bad haircuts they got going on over there. Listen, I, I feel like when you're an owner of an NFL franchise and you've got that kind of loot, anything you wear is good because you literally know it is the best bowl cut in the entire world because you paid for it. <laughs> it's stupid looking. <laughs> it's so stupid looking. Yeah, so I mean, um I mean other news in the NFL, right? Uh my Eagles won in London and beat down those Jaguars. How about those uh Broncos, Chris? Anything? Uh well, you know, um I I was ooh. Um, I, I, they might've lost to the chiefs for the seventh time out of the last seven. 
Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs aren't exactly a mm. terrible team, though, Chris. That dude broke the shit out of his arm. Gross. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, that was Gross. Nasty. That was nasty. He had bones sticking out and stuff. Ugh. Yeah. Back to Denver. Uh, no, changing the subject. Let's talk about <laughs> something different. Um, uh, what else happened this week, Daryl? Anything else good? Did you watch any... Hey, have you watched any TV shows like maybe over the weekend or anything? Did you like yes, watch anything? Want, I, you know what? I want to tell you about the greatest. I found it Here this we weekend, and this is the greatest show on television right now. And yeah. what was that? I, I'm gonna say things that right now, Chris, that are gonna just revolutionize the way people are thinking because yeah, they're, they're gonna hear this. They're gonna hear this, Chris. All your listeners are gonna hear this. They're gonna go watch this show. And they're gonna have their lives fucking changed, okay? Because this okay. is some this is some prolific shit right here. Let me hear it. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yes, the remake <laughs> of Sabrina the Teenage Witch from the nineties is by far the best show on television right now. And I I will dare anybody to argue me. I will put you in your fucking place. It is the greatest show on television right now. Debate is it on? Is it on Netflix? Me. It's on Netflix. Debate me right now, bro. Come at me. <laughs> I have no debate for your Sabrina, the teenage witch love, dog. I just was, I was you tell, concerned. You, you tell me, I, Melissa Joan Hart didn't do it for you back in the day, man. Clarissa, um, I Sabrina no, didn't do I it was, for you. I was into TGIF, but I, I, I didn't ever watch Sabrina, the teenage witch. Um, that wasn't my shit, dog. Because I was a, I had a dick and balls, so that wasn't my shit. <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah, I was more of like a you know not that anything but that Tim the Tool Man Taylor things along those lines, but not Sabrina the Teenage Witch because I was a d- dude. Well, that wasn't much of a debate, Chris. I could destroy you right now on your topics. And you don't. Yeah, you. I do. Okay. You don't. You don't need to. It, it's. Uh, but cool. here's. But here's the thing, though, right? So. You know, why you didn't watch the first one, right? Because what? It was probably really girly. It was super campy. It was super 90s, right? Dude, this new one is dark as fuck. We're talking about Satan. We're practicing <laughs> necromancy. It's a cult. It is murder, they death, kill. Necromancy? Yeah, it is murder, death, kill. And I'm telling you right now. Murder, you, death, kill. You got to check it out. I mean, don't just, I won't. just forget not, your. Not. You see, nope. that, see, this is where uh-huh. you. Nope. Close-minded Denver nope. shit nope. right now, Chris. Nope. You know, nope. if you would open your mind up and see that they took it to a different extreme, you might actually appreciate the show. But won't. Okay. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I know. You're just too cool. You're too cool for yeah. fucking school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. If our listeners are out there, you want to check it out. It's completely a different show than what was on in the 90s. And it's just very well written, uh, very well acted, and I think it, it's just it, it's something that came out of left field, and I was happy I watched it. Um, really, I'm happy. Characters. I'm happy that my my lovely cousin turned me on to you watching that, so I could I could bust you out about it. Yeah, your cousin's also got you know she'll she'll, she'll have her come up and yeah, she's a Tom Brady fan, so <laughs> yeah, there's, there's there's a lot of ammo there. It was almost a deal breaker, but <laughs> I found a way to get through. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, huh? Yeah, man. I'll be damned. Well, it's the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Okay, let's just get it straight. It's not Sabrina the Teenage uh, Witch. 
It's the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Wow. Um, you know what I've been doing my week? A lot cooler stuff than that. I've been getting down on the brand new Red Dead Redemption 2, and that is... That's the uh, video game to end video games, buddy. That's it. You don't have to look any further than that one. Is it? Is it I, I, so I've been watching a lot of videos on YouTube about yeah, this. And it's apparently wonderful. there's some amazing glitches in this game too. Oh man, no, no, <laughs> ruin it for me. I haven't found any glitches. Uh, it's been nothing but uh, a real pleasure to play. It's a uh, very. Ex- the only downfall to it is that we can't play online with like the homies yet. So that's kind of a bummer. Uh, you can't run like the young guns posses yet you have to still play like the uh single player mode which is cool it's a very expansive map the graphics are fantastic the detail that they go through you have to have like you got to take care of your horse you got to groom it you got to feed it uh you could you can hunt all these crazy animals i've I've killed a legendary ram now it's been it's been quite a uh it's been a treasure groom your horse and hunting are you sure you're not playing oregon trail 2018 no, uh, you also murder the fuck out of people. Don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, the first thing I did was went to town and took a bath and got a handy in the bathtub from a, from a cowboy hooker. Uh, I've killed pretty much everybody I've come encounter whoa, whoa, with. I've whoa, stolen whoa, a train. Whoa, 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 whoa. A cowboy yeah. hooker? And so you're telling me a man gave you a hand job in this game? No, girl. Uh, cowgirl hooker, I guess. I don't know what you would refer to it. Well, it was a gee old-timey hooker. I don't fucking know. Chris, I'm, we're not, I'm not judging you for your uh, decisions. If you want to play a gay cowboy in the game, then that's cool. <laughs> just, just own it, bro. Just own it. It's all no, good. No, no, no. It's, it hasn't been like that. It's been very dope. It's been a super fun game. I've, I've stolen a train. I've done all kinds of dastardly deeds. And just when I thought I did all whoa, the dastardly deeds, like, I talked right, to other people that have done way worse things than I have. I've, I've played it relatively safe. It's pretty. So did you say you got a handy from a cowgirl, cowboy hooker? Yeah. Maybe it, maybe it was a, maybe it was a transgender hooker. No. Uh, and then you ran a train on them. No, no, I stole a train. Two separate events. Yep. Oh. Nope. oh okay. Yep. yep. Well, I'm about to say it sounds like one hell of a game, man. I mean, for whatever you're into. No, nope, nope. Just dastardly deeds, being an outlaw, having fun. Nice. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things. My buddy, actually, when I was in New York, uh, one of my buddies actually, uh, like, helps with the data center for, uh, I think it was Rockstar Games who makes that. Yes. Yeah, he does, like, data center work for them, and uh, he was telling me he's been working really closely on that game, so... Um, he was telling me they were just sitting around playing it like at work for the last two days. So, um, it must be really great. I keep hearing good things about it. I have, I've been out of the video game world for a while. So, um, my wife won't let me have a PlayStation, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't let you have a PlayStation either. I'd slap the shit out. If you got a PlayStation, you got to buy an Xbox. What? Uh, PlayStation is for the nerds. All the cool dudes play Xbox, bro. Like that's where it's at. And get handy J's from Cal. Cowboy hookers. Yeah, bro. It was a there was a really good find on my part. It was literally the first thing I did. Um yeah. Cowboy. Cowboy hooker. Cowgirl. I don't know what the fuck you call him. Just you said a cowboy. It was a female. I said a cowboy hooker. I don't know. Like a ye old timey cowgirl, I guess. Yeah, she was definitely a girl. Wouldn't it just be a hooker, Chris? Um I didn't want you to have like illusions of it was like a well uh, I you mean... know, a modern day hooker. It was like a ye old timey. She had one of them little like, you know. Hoop well, dresses thought, on and shit. Well, I thought you got confused because maybe she was wearing the assless chaps or he was wearing the assless chaps. I, I... No, nope, nope, uh-uh. Not how it went down. Not, nope, okay. not going to fall for that trap. Not going to do it. 
Oh, you're getting smarter by the episode, dude. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm learning. All right. What else is going on in the world, Chris? What else is popping? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm a little afraid. I'm afraid to bring it up, but I feel like I have to. It's my it's my God given duty to bring it up. Yeah, go go for it, dude. Let's bring it up. All right. So we, you and I, have been having a discussion this week. Yes. About yes, yeah. about Halloween costumes and the Halloween costume choices of uh, little white boys in particular, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so my brother, uh, his son dressed as Black Panther for for Halloween. And uh, uh, somebody brought it to his attention that it might not be appropriate for a little white boy to dress as Black Panther for Halloween. And he kind of he called me kind of like like dumbfounded by them saying that to him. And I, too, was like, that's a weird thing to like bring up because it's just a superhero and didn't even like it never crossed my mind once that it could like be brought as offensive and so i asked you about it and uh we had a good debate about it so i I, we should talk about it we should uh yeah absolutely yeah it's better to we've we've been texting about it yeah so so, yeah do you go ahead you kick it off and i'll i'll provide the retort well and my my whole thing was just if that's what they want to be then let it be that right like Mm -hmm. uh i feel like there's more danger around the conversation of telling them no uh because only little black kids should wear it right like mm-hmm. because then they're you're starting to create create that racial divide in their brain that there is something different so i see it like as them being completely innocent enough to just not even really see and it sounds cheesy as fuck to say they don't see color because obviously they do but it's not like they don't see it as any different right they just see the super cool badass superhero and that's who they want to be it's like the new hot shit right like that's the coolest guy he's doing all these flips and kicks and he's kicking the bad guy's ass that's the dude i want to be they don't identify him as a black guy, a white guy, a green guy, a yellow guy. He's just a dude and he's cool. So I, I, I say, hey, yeah, man, like if those kids want to be that, you guys get to be that. If a little girl wants to dress as Black Panther, you should go be Black Panther. Like you should just do what makes you happy. And it shouldn't be this like to me, you know, as a as mm-hmm. a fucking middle class white guy, you know, to me, there shouldn't be this, uh, you know. I don't know if it's hurt feelings or, or like the uh, taken aback, I guess. I don't, I don't know what the right word is to say. I don't know. You tell me. Help me with this. Yeah. Let me, let me help you through this, Chris. (laughs) So, you know, I, we had a good conversation um, and, you know, I kind of had to sit and think um, a little bit about this because, you know, there's a part of me that, you know, and I grew up in a middle-class family, so, you know, I haven't had to see all the hardships. Don't get me wrong, there are hardships there, but I haven't had to see them all. Um, so I was kind of conflicted a little bit. Um, at first, I had the same feelings, you know, it's little kids, why are we worried about it? But then I thought about where this happened, and I think some of the, the important things for our, our uh, listeners to know is um, it happened in the South. Texas, to be exact. So, um, is it different? And, and I don't mean to cut you off, but is it different because <laughs> it's Texas and not Denver or Chicago, or is it is there a difference? Well, I think you're going to get a different reaction in different parts of the country, just as you do with any type of issue when it comes to race. You know, there are places, you know, in deep South, up North, West Coast, where it doesn't matter. Race is not, you know, in those communities, race is not a big thing. But then you have the same places 
maybe five, six miles down the road. And it is an issue. It is a different type of thing. Um, so when I thought about it, right, you know, it, it's nothing for the kid. This has nothing to do with the kids. The kids are oblivious. The kids really don't see race. Um, I think we have to be careful with that comment of they don't see color because not seeing color. Yeah, I fucking hate led. that. I hate has, that. has led to a lot of the ignorance that still persists in this country, even though we have made um, marked improvements in some areas of um, racial equality, not all the way, but in some areas of racial equality, we still have to be cognizant of the fact that we have to be able to see color and acknowledge what has happened in the past. That's one piece of it. Um, but then I thought about it and I thought about Texas, Southerner, um, you know, if that person had been born and raised there their entire lives, you know, the kind of aspect they look at it as is Black Panther was a great movie, all black cast, got national recognition and praise for how great of a movie it was with an all black cast. And then you see white kids dressing up as Black Panther. For a lot of black folks, you know, we don't have a lot of great positive um, examples out there in the world. Um, you know, a lot of it revolves around rap, drug dealing, um, you know, call women bitches and hoes. And, you know, it's not exactly the right um, vision that everybody has um, for the culture. Um, yes, you know, does it make us a lot of money? Do people profit off of it? Of course, but is it the right representation? And as we get older, we kind of start to get away from some of that stuff that, you know, 20 years old, it didn't really fucking matter. But for a lot of people, they see this as, you know, we have a great positive, um, you know, black role model influence. Um, a champion for the people. Champion for the people, if you will. Yeah. And here are a bunch of white kids dressing up like our champion. Can't we just have this one fucking thing? You've got Superman, Batman, <laughs> Spider-Man. You've got every other Hulk. You've got every other superhero in the world. Hulk's green. Can't we just have this one? But Bruce Banner's a white guy. Come on, dude. Can't we just have this one thing? And so, you know, I kind of thought about it. And there has to be a little sensitivity to the issue because there are some things that in our culture, and I'm speaking for black culture, you know, have just been pilfered and pillaged and taken by mainstream white culture. And, you know, after a while, we do start to feel a little bit sensitive towards that and say, man, you know, couldn't there just have been out of all the things you can be for Halloween? Is this one that you had to be? Because, you know, you look at all the black superheroes, nobody's probably dressing up as Luke Cage. Nobody's dressing up as the black incantation of the the green lantern um you know i'm trying to go through the black superheroes in my mind yeah and that's about it you know and, and there's not many of them there are more than that but there's not many of them but you don't see anybody else doing those characters so why is it black panther let me tell you why black panther was a hugely successful movie the parents probably saw it the kids probably saw toys for it and then they wanted to be black panther but it meant a lot black panther meant a lot more for the black community than i think white people may realize in some but isn't aspects. but is it like imitation the sincerest form of flattery like isn't it a good thing they want to be like that guy like well you know but here's the thing right black panther showed a lot of pride for african culture um and that's something that in the black community you know is something we 
we struggle with, right? Because we're so divorced from our African roots that we don't know all the stories. We don't have all the ties to the ancestry, but it was great to see a guy who was king of a black country and was literally one of the most powerful superheroes in the world. And it was great to see that and have that to be proud of. And I think when you see this, right, you've got a white kid dressing up in a Black Panther costume, which means a lot to a Black person in the Black community. But on the white person, it's a question of, do they even really care? Do they understand? Do they know what that means to us to be walking around? And it's like, would you walk around in the Daishiki? Well, no. It almost feels the same. It would almost feel the same. And even though it's not the kid's fault, right? We look to the parents to have a better understanding of that. To you know, so, equality has come that far. The parent would have a better understanding. So let me put it to you. Th- so let me ask you this then. So like, yeah. let's say, let's say, uh, Black Panther wasn't. Uh, let's say he was like in America and he was just like a like a not regular superhero, but a superhero from America who like had his, uh, you know. Issues, kind of like Batman has his, you know, ghosts from his past, and you know that kind, that type of shit. So let's say he was like a little less noble and from Africa, and you know the whole thing. Would would that be better? Just because, like, you're saying that he's held in such high regard. Like, is it different if just because he's so like so noble and that movie was so dope and it meant so much? Like, because you know, like Spider Man's a punk ass bitch compared to Superman, right? Or or to mm. Batman, like. You know, like there's there's lesser levels of of superhero. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. mm, I can't think of a good one that's way less. But I don't no, know. no, I, I got Ant Man. Ant Man isn't as cool as the whole, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, fuck, yeah. I don't know. You know, like they all yeah, have no, purpose. No, no, you know no, what no. I'm saying? Wasn't yeah, such no. a prominent superhero, I guess I should say. Yeah, no, I got you. I mean, what you have to understand is, you know. We are not that far removed from Jim Crow laws. We are not that far removed from, you know, desegregation of school. Um, you know, that stuff happened in it's it's hard when you hear it. Like, you know, that stuff happened in the last 60 years. Um, you know, so we're not that far removed from it. In you our know, parents' man, lifetime. You know, yeah, my parents were born when, you know, experienced that and were around when it happened, um, the desegregation. So, you know, this stuff is not exactly old news you know right happened centuries ago let's let's change the conversation and the narrative it's still fresh in a lot of people's mind and still fresh for a lot of people that still go through it here's the question i pose right if you want to understand how this makes somebody feel who posed the question to your brother right out of all the influential black influences out there right let's just name a few Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X to some extent, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, and the list goes on and on and on, right? Positive, influential Black people throughout all aspects of life. Why did you choose Black Panther? Because he's fucking awesome. He was just in the most awesome movie. He was just like... like my, so, my thing is, it's like the most recent superhero movie that Cashy's seen. So Cashy was automatically like, "I want to be Black Panther. He's cool as hell." Like, yeah. like that was that was the most recent thing he's seen. But that's the thing, though. It's the most recent thing that people have seen. It's the most popular thing. It's popular Black culture to white people. 
there's a lot more to black culture. There's a lot more cooler things that you might say, hey, I want to learn about. I would love to know and understand this about the culture. Yeah, but a four-year-old doesn't see all that. A four-year-old just sees a badass superhero because he's been a Ninja Turtle yeah. the last two years. Like He just sees the coolest <laughs> shit, the guy yeah. that moves the fastest, the guy's flashiest, the guy that does the flips and the kicks. That's the dude I want to be. Like, he just... Yeah, no, but a four-year-old doesn't see that. But the question I have for the, the parents of that four-year-old, right? It's okay if you want to dress that kid up as a black panther. You know, I can't stop anybody from making that decision. But teach him about black history if you're going to do that. Teach him about Africa. Teach him about these type of things because that is the biggest fear in our community is that we're going to just have white people take over the things that mean the most to us and it's just going to be hot for the second and then nobody's going to care. So it'll get uh, uh, filtered out or watered down, I guess. Like, Yeah, I mean, it just lose loses, significance. It's okay. loses its meaning. You know, there was okay. a lot of black pride that came out of, you know, having a movie that was, it was a blockbuster action flick, one of the highest grossing films of all time and the cast is predominantly black except for what Martin Short in the cameo by the Winter Soldier at the end I mean you just had a lot of in the I think one of the villains was a white dude but you had a lot of positive black influence Why is the white guy movie. always got to be the bad guy No you're not always the bad guy dude <laughs> I'm just okay. teasing fucker Juice uh, <laughs> Poison the hood Juice oh, All right we were straight for the juice reference Jesus all right <laughs> Can, no, I, can I start I think, with that think, movie? Yeah. But I think, um, you know, just going back to it, Chris, there's just got to be a lot more conversation um, and understanding um, because, it, it, again, did I have a problem with a kid dressing up as Black Panther and he so happens to be white? No, it doesn't affect me in the same way that it might have affected somebody else who's had a different circumstance. Wait a minute. Are you, are you saying that everybody's different and we should respect other people's opinions on things? Cause everybody has a different history. Absolutely. I would say what? That. Jesus I would Christ. Also, I would also Mind blown. To, I would also say that when it comes to things that represent black culture, I think we have to do even more due diligence to think about when we dress up and take that in what is it really saying to the other person and what does that truly mean? And I think we just have to be a little more sensitive to that because obviously the racial tension in this country has gotten to a, a fever pitch and those type of things are just going to touch a nerve on some people. So what about Al Roker's bitch ass dressing like Willie Nelson? God Bro, damn it. Willie Nelson, Willie Nelson is a goddamn national treasure. Willie Nelson is at my family reunion picnic, okay? Willie Nelson <laughs> smokes weed with the brothers. Willie Nelson has a black card. He's cool. Same as you. Stop that bullshit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Let's bring the podcast yeah. back down. Yeah, Willie's Willie's Willie. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm we, with we can't we can't end it on 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 such a such a serious note. Yeah. We gotta we gotta bring it back to our level. Well, no, and it's a so it's a good discussion to have. It's a, it's no, good to absolutely. hear a different point of view. I absolutely. I enjoy hearing different point of view. So absolutely, and I think it's a conversation we just have to keep having because it's going to keep changing. Yeah. Um, you know, we had a black president and then we elected Donald Trump. I mean, that's crazy. Um, and plus, if you're listening to this podcast, guys, I'm sorry we got off on the rant, but please, 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 November six, get your asses out and vote. Okay. Don't bitch and moan. If you don't like the way things are going, get out there, make your voice heard, 
fucking vote and do something about it if you if you if you have any type of feeling towards the way this country is going please get out and vote i already voted i did it good yep good. i already did it excellent i'm so proud of you chris well you know i'm just doing my civic duty i know you are I now know. if they call me in for jury duty i want to tell them you know <laughs> Go fuck them yeah i'm blind and i i can I could definitely tell somebody's guilt just by feeling their face or something terrible and get out of it. Just remember, you're racist. You hate everybody, especially the gays. Wow. It gets, you, it gets you out of jury duty every Jeez, time. But it also gets you on YouTube and gets you fired from your job. I'm not ever going to go there. Yeah, don't go Mainly there. Mainly because I it's don't just, believe that, but also because it's bad. I don't believe it either, but somebody told me if you want to get out of jury duty, that's what you tell them. Well, yes, um, absolutely. So I got to ask you this, Chris. Yeah. You know, holiday season is upon us. Yep. Ho, 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 and shit. Yeah. Hoes and hoes. What are you uh, getting uh, the family for gifts, man? What are are some of the things that you're focusing in on for this holiday season? Uh, Bro, I don't would be, we, I'm not, uh, I don't really enjoy the whole presence part of of the holidays. I have a December birthday. I, uh, I don't really, yeah. The presents aren't really my shit. Like, uh, I always try to be real thoughtful, but I, I don't. We don't do like my wife and I. We don't really do presents for each other. We do things like a couple small things for the kids. Uh, we'll do something nice from Santa. I mean, Santa will do something nice from Santa. Um, uh, and then you know, we holidays bum me out. I'm not a huge fan of holidays. I, uh, I'm not a present person. It sucks. I'm kind of a curmudgeon. What are you getting, Jess? I can fucking tell you on the podcast. You yeah. fucking listen. So. <laughs> See, Sarah no, but... doesn't listen, but yeah. Um, <laughs> no, you, you can say it. Nobody's listening. It's safe. Just say it. Just no, say no. It. Well, I mean, I'm obviously going to be looking for the newest, coolest thing. So my kid's obsessed with Jurassic World. Um, Has he seen but... it? No. <laughs> well, okay. no, I lie. He's seen parts of it. Okay. Um, a very strategically, you know, the old parent motto, you watch it first and then you strategically show them what they can see and handle. So he's seen some of the parts with the dinosaurs, nothing too scary. Um, but like, dude, I literally have, I could, I could start, I could film Jurassic Park in my apartment right now because I literally have that many fucking dinosaurs from that movie wow. in my apartment. Um, yeah, it, it's something impressive. And so he's asked for more. Um, but you know my kids my my kids sometimes a little shit and i can say that because i love him to death all kids are little shit sometimes they all are and and i don't even have to love them to say it i can tell them they're a little shit right to their face he's asking so jurassic jurassic park jurassic world whatever it is now they do two separate lines of toys so they do one that's based off the most recent movie but then they have this thing called the legacy collection and so he's kind of, uh, we watched the Lego Jurassic Park movies. Okay. And so he's seen, you know, different dinosaurs. And so now the big one is the Spinosaurus. So he's asked me to try to hunt down the Spinosaurus. So I found the Spinosaurus. They actually make a toy, um, not Lego, actually Jurassic Park. They make a, a life size, or not life size, but a realistic looking Spinosaurus. But it happens to be the hardest fucking thing to find, and it is like a hundred and like sixty dollars. Um, but don't you have the thing. internet? Yeah, I do, dude. And I'm telling you, I've looked everywhere, 
and this thing is not going for less than like 145. And I'm just, you know, don't get me wrong. I'll spend so, 145. So we're starting. Like, we're starting to go fund me. Toys. Let's do it. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to start the GoFundMe oh, and yeah. like you know raise money and see how many people care about my son. I'm, I'm um, googling what a I'm googling what a Spinosaurus looks like right now. I'm not very good with dinosaurs. Yeah, no, it's a uh, it's just like a T Rex looking motherfucker with a sail on its back. Um, it's uh, totally terrifying. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's something, okay. but I think I'm gonna do that for him. Um, wife and I, we don't really like exchanging gifts to your point. You know, we kind of like doing special things. Um, but you know, what is a really great gift that I think I'm going to get a lot of people this year, Chris. What's that? So I've got this signature marshmallow place. Um, that's right down the street from my house. It's called X O marshmallows. That's X letter O marshmallows. Um, just free fucking advertisement everywhere on this podcast. Um, but they make this stuff. Um, it's called, Ooey gooey. And bro, I okay, yeah. High okay. It's, ah. Yeah, so um we probably lost half our Catholic viewers right now. Um literally it's this uh marshmallow fluff. So if you remember um, you know, the marshmallow fluff shit, I can't remember the actual name of it, but it was fucking delicious and you used to eat it by the spoonfuls. Um they make this signature kind of uh, marshmallow fluff called ooey gooey and so i've got one in right now it's called frost yourself and it's marshmallow fluff with like sprinkles and nerd pieces and it is the most amazing thing and i just dip everything in it um with the exclusion of my penis and it is absolutely delicious um huh. and they make a whole bunch of shit they've got a great website you should check them out but it is probably going to be one of the things that I send a lot of people because I think it'll make an excellent gift because who doesn't like artisan marshmallows, right? You think marshmallows, you think the bag of marshmallows you use for Rice crispy Treats. How many people are thinking like good fucking quality, high class ass marshmallows? And they make boozy marshmallows too, which are delicious. Yo, Daryl, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm going to yeah, tell you what off. happened. I don't no, know. Please. You were t- going on about artists and marshmallows, and I was calling you a hipster, and then we got cut off. Hipster. Yeah. All well, right. Yeah. So you call me a hipster all you want, dude, but I'm telling you, the artists and marshmallows are great. Uh, right. Sorry. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, we got a little cut off there. So we're back. Um, we yeah. got to wrap th- We got to wrap this up, and I'm going to give you my address so you can mail me my artists and marshmallows. Yeah. Yeah. Text that to me, and you've got artists and marshmallows coming your way, bro. My man. Yep. Um, so, guys, you have all been absolutely fantastic and amazing through eight episodes. Um, thank you so much for uh, supporting us. We are now officially up on Apple Music and uh, Apple Podcast. So um, you can now get us through Apple. So I'm sure that's, you know, what everybody's got a fucking iPhone now or Spotify. But we're on both sites. Um, so now you can check us out at uh, Two Dope Brothers and a podcast. Um, So please, you know, we love you guys and uh, appreciate you guys listening. And please, if you enjoy the podcast, share it with a friend who's got a wicked, twisted sense of humor um, that you think will enjoy us too and just keep spreading the word. Uh, We definitely appreciate you guys out there listening and uh, putting this on for everybody else. So, uh, Chris, you got anything else, man? Or are we going to close this shit on down? I'm closing it down. I'm heading off filming to ride off into the wild, wild west and shoot me a white buffalo tonight. So, that's how that's how it's going. That's some real cowboy shit, dude. That is. Adios, everybody. I've been Chris. 
And I've been Daryl, and this has been Two Dope Brothers in a Podcast, and you guys have been absolutely amazing. Till next time. Peace. Later. Hey, thanks, guys, again for listening to Two Dope Podcast. We really appreciate having you guys on. We really love to hear back from you and uh, know what kind of feedback you have for us. If there's anything we can improve on or if there's anything you would like to hear us talk about, please visit us on Twitter at T-W-O-D-O-P-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's right. Visit us at 2 Podcast, and we would love to hear your feedback so we can help improve and make better episodes. Thanks a lot for listening, guys, and we really appreciate you.